You are listening to the Mentoring Success Group Radio Network exclusively on TalkZone.com. All right, we're back from our uh, commercial break, and uh, we're talking with Jed about how we promote our products and our uh, business on the Internet. And when we left, we were talking about this uh, whole relationship between uh, this pay-per-click advertising, the click-through rates, and conversion. And, uh, you know, on one of the websites that I have uh, that I'm running right now, that is something that's a real issue for me is – you know, I can spend a hundred dollars a day and get a bunch of traffic in. You know, whether it's a hundred or two hundred people that come through and nothing happens. So, is it a website issue or is it going to be a, um, a traffic issue? Uh, great, great question. Well, let's start with if you're, you know, in, from a macro view, Tom, when you're going to set up a, a pay per click, or I also may refer to it as a PPC for pay per click uh, ad campaign. Um, you're generally going to, of course, need to set your budget, and that usually is set on a daily or a monthly basis. Either one, of course, it boils down to the same thing, is how much are you spending per day, let's say, on a given ad campaign. So setting your budget, if you're like most people, you have a budget, and that's necessary for business. Um, We first need to determine, of course, a a lot of math, which is not really complicated, but it may be complicated to explain in this format. But the basic, what it boils down to is, you need to know, given the amount of you know the amount you're spending on those ads per month, how many paying customers, if you, if, if if indeed what you're trying to do is uh, sell something, or if indirectly you know those customers mean something to you later in terms of money, then that's how you need to break it down. Um, how many paying customers do you need to convert every month uh, in order to justify that that expenditure? And again, there's a break-even analysis there, whereas if I spend, if you if you figure out through this math um, that it really takes about a hundred dollars a month um, of ads to get a hundred dollars in revenue, then that's kind of a break even. So if you can now squeeze more conversions out of that hundred dollars, let's say you can get two hundred dollars or five hundred dollars or a thousand dollars or whatever the number is, then of course that makes it much more worth it for you to do it for that hundred dollars. That that makes sense so far? Absolutely. Okay. So once you've determined the the budget. Then, and again, that's something that you don't, one doesn't always do right away. In other words, you might launch a campaign not knowing what that appropriate budget is, and that would be very valid not to know that. The reason you wouldn't know it initially necessarily is because you don't know how many people are actually going to click on your ads. In other words, you, might not, you may not even use your whole budget. You may put a $100 a month budget, but you're not getting anyone to click on it. And so you end up spending $20 a month because that's all you can possibly get people to click on for your, for your site. But more often than not, if you pay enough money for your ads, you're going to get the clicks that you want. Now, and there's a whole methodology behind that, which we're not going to go into right now, but it's not too hard to learn. Once you've figured out what you're paying per click, in other words, for each keyword that you're bidding on, on these, these campaigns, uh, then what you need to do is determine... Uh, fine, you've gotten a lot of clicks. You've gotten people clicking on your ads. But what does that mean? So if you're only looking at the click-through rate, and again, one more time, what that is is how many people are clicking versus how many people are seeing your ad. That's often called an impression, by the way. So if someone is looking up on Google something and they see your ad on the right-hand margin, we don't know they've actually looked at it, but we know that they've been exposed to it, and that's called an impression. So if you've gotten one person to click out of 100 impressions, that's a 1% click-through. 
So one, one, one easy thing to, one easy mistake to make is to say, hey, I'm going to look at my click-through rate, and assuming my click-through rate has gone up, that must mean I'm doing better somehow. Well, that may be true, but it also may be that you're getting crap, you're getting more clicks, but that traffic is not converting once it gets to your website. Does that make sense? Absolutely does. Okay. So let's say, for example, that you're now getting, uh, uh, you know, last week I was getting a 0.5% click-through rate. Now I'm getting a 2%. That's a four-fold increase. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm getting more conversions. Now, if you've got a commensurate increase, if you've got a four-fold increase in the, in the not, not percentage, but in terms of absolute conversions, in other words, let's say before you were getting three new customers a month and now you're getting uh, 12, then that would make sense. Then, then that means that, hey, basically I, di- I did a good thing. I was able to get the click-through rate up, um, and I still get a lot of good conversions. But if your click-through rate goes up, but now your conversion rate, again, conversion being someone who responds to a call to action on your website uh, based upon how many people actually came to the website, if that conversion rate goes down, that could mean a number of things. For example, that could mean that you found uh, more attractive ways of, of uh, wording your ad, the ad that you're showing on Google, for example, but but that really you're not communicating to the, to the would-be clicker, the person who's actually clicking on it, uh, what that ad is really meaning. So it may sound it may sound like if you know an extreme example would be if you're promising the world in this ad for a dollar. This is an extreme example. Um, you're going to probably get a really high click-through rate if people believe if people are gullible enough to believe you. But once they get to your website, they're going to see that you're selling widgets, and that's not what they were thought you were advertising for. You're going to get a very low conversion rate, probably close to zero, because you're not really being you're not in alignment between your ads and what you're actually trying to do on the website. Google ad budget will be way out of whack. That's right. Luckily, Google ad, Google has a way to limit, and usually they ask you to limit what your monthly budget is so that you can't go crazy in one day and, and uh, run up a $1,000 uh, uh, you know, payment to Google. But assuming you've done all that and put all that in place, yeah, you're going to end up, great, I've gotten a better click-through rate or I've gotten more clicks, but is it really working? So that's one thing. Um, the other thing, and, and I, one other thing we can go back into later, Tom, if you'd like, but is the idea that there are ways to pay less. Let's say you only have $100 a month to spend on your ads, on your clicks that you're bidding for. What you can do is you can bid on keywords that cost less. So, you know, by simple math, if you're paying less per keyword, then, of course, you could get more key, more clicks for the same amount of total budget. Now, there's there are many ways to do that, but the, the main way to do that is something called a, a long-tail keyword. That may sound technical, but all that means really is that let's say you're using the keyword, uh, you know, radio show. Well, that, that keyword might be kind of expensive to buy on a per-click basis from Google. But if you use a long-tail keyword, let's say, you know, radio show for business or something like that, that might actually cost you less. Sometimes it could cost you more. It depends on the, on the keyword. But generally speaking, if you run up a list of a few hundred long-tail keywords, you're, gonna, you're not going to get as many clicks on those because they're more specific. On an individual basis, on a per-keyword basis, you're going to get fewer actual clicks. But on the aggregate, because you've now put out two, three, four, five hundred keywords, um, you're actually going to end up getting prob- probably getting more clicks, and you're going to be paying less per click on average because you've got a lot of people clicking on just a few, you know, a few clicks each on these long tail keywords, and you're paying much less per keyword. So 
the thing to do there is to use a keyword tool. There are some good license tools out there. Um, I use uh, one of them quite regularly. And they will actually, the tools will tell you what people are actually looking for, including misspellings, including spaces, including dashes. I mean, basically, whatever characters people are typing into search engines, this tool will tell you. So you can tell it radio show as a seed keyword, and it will end up telling you 10, 50, 100 different uh, long tail keywords that are related to the words radio show that would actually um, be useful for you in an ad campaign. On one of the websites that I um, just recently launched in the small business uh, market, um, we are getting roughly 50 to 100 visitors per day, and uh, our conversions at this point of actual product purchases has been very low. Is this a traffic problem, Jed, or is there a website landing page problem here? Well, again, it would it, it all depends. I mean, if you're sell, going back to my example, if you're selling large tracts of land, which I know you're not, but let's say one was that cost twenty or thirty thousand dollars, that's again an extreme example. Then you know, if you've got one sale a month or two, that might be great. So you, in, in your scenario, you'd be doing great, even if you only got one or two sales a month. But I, I assume you're selling something much you know smaller, or you're trying to get someone to do something different. There's a couple of potential things going on there. One is just assume here for the sake of discussion that we're dealing with a product that's, say, uh, $200. Okay. Well, there's two things, and, and, and to be fair, I don't, I don't know which of your uh, numerous websites you're referring to, so I'm therefore not making any judgments on what you're, what you're doing out there. Because, but, but in general, there's a couple of potential issues. One could be that what you're offering on that website is either, there's, you know, either not of value or there's too many other people that it's, it's of great value, but no, you know, there's too many other people that are offering it as well. That's one, a couple of problems. Another problem could be it's of great value and it's fairly unique, um, but it's not priced well. And these are basically just kind of basic marketing, of course, uh, considerations. Another one could be that it's very valuable. Very few people are offering it. It's priced well, but you're not communicating it in a way that gets people to understand what it is. And let's, let's think back now. Uh, my grandfather, for example, uh, was a an ad man, an advertising man in the 1950s and 60s, and uh, in the Midwest, the, the ads that he might write uh, for a magazine, for example, or a newspaper, would be very different than the ads we would write in an internet forum, or or for that matter, coming to a website and looking at uh, trying to get someone's attention. Um, attention spans are much much shorter now. Um, people are very used to excellent marketing being thrown at them all the time with messaging. So people do not have a very high tolerance for having to read through a lot of text to get to what the point is. So the better your website can really, uh, you know, punch them really right away uh, in a good way with, um, with what you're trying to say immediately upon coming to the site and what you want them to do and why. Jed, we're going to pause here again for a word from our sponsors. When we come back, we'll continue the discussion on how to successfully market and sell your products and services. And by the way, once more, if you'd like to contact Jed directly, you'll find his profile and his contact information on our guest tab at our show page on TalkZone.com. You're listening to the Mentoring Success Group Radio Network, sponsored by... TopSportSupplies.com. Remember, it's your adventure. Now is the time of year to begin planning your outdoor expeditions for the coming summer season. While you're at it, don't forget to visit www. 
topsportsupplies.com. Whether you're planning an expedition in a wilderness area or an adventure to a remote corner of your backyard, Top Sport Supplies has over 19,000 tents, backpacks, apparel, binoculars, hunting equipment, camping, and outdoor gear in stock. Best of all, you can shop from the comfort and the convenience of your home or desk. TopSportsSupplies.com offers free shipping within the U.S. for every order over $50. TopSportsSupplies.com, it's your adventure. Are you continually looking for ways to achieve a competitive advantage for your business? If you aren't, you certainly should be. Take a moment right now to go to the MentoringSuccessGroup.com webpage and sign up right on our homepage for my hard-hitting newsletter named Your Competitive Advantage. Every other Monday, I email you a newsletter that's packed with information that you need to know about and a discussion on why this is important to you and to your business. Go to www.MentoringSuccessGroup.com and simply enter your name and your email address. It's that simple. Can you afford to be left behind the competition? Do it now. www.MentoringSuccessGroup.com It's your competitive advantage. You are listening to the Mentoring Success Group Radio Network exclusively on TalkZone.com. If you are a small business and you don't have a dedicated IT staff, it's very difficult to achieve any sort of an ROI from an investment in computers, software, and technology. So I need to take a moment to introduce my friend, Chris Mensch. Chris is an expert at identifying and implementing technology solutions in your business that maximize a return on your investment. He knows how to integrate e-commerce as a profit center for your business. If you're looking for ways to become even more efficient in your business, take a moment right now to call Chris Mensch at 814-746-4406 to ask him about the competitive advantage that he's helped his clients achieve. That's 814-746-4406. Or you can visit his website at www.mentchconsulting.com. MenchConsulting.com